Today is July 7th, and the Yankees just finished up the first half of the season with four games at the Trop. All four games were close. There was two exciting wins and two crushing losses. They end the first half with the best record in the American League, and they lead their division by six and a half games. We're going to talk all about this four-game set and what's to come. Thank you for joining. Let's talk Yanks. What's going on? We hope you all had a fantastic July 4th weekend and you're sitting in your car on the way to work just miserable because you went from one of the more fun party like five-day weekends to nothing anyway and now no baseball either man it's gonna suck my name is john boy i'm coming to you from new jersey i got my co-host jake he's wearing an Gary hat and a white shirt jake how you doing super accurate description yeah it's, actually you can't see it there's a green pocket on green the shirt. pocket, yeah, like a turquoise, dark turquoise green. I think this is one of my friends. I don't know. Who, this isn't mine, but I'm wearing it. Um, how you doing, Jim? You're you're right. This weekend kind of was a nuke, man. Fourth of July on a Thursday. That's a uh, that's TKO. Yeah, it's it's one of the sadder Mondays going. Especially no baseball. Oh my god, can we not talk about it anymore? All right, we'll move on. We'll move on. How, how was your July 4th? Did you do anything fun? Tweeted us, tweeted me, or if maybe Jim wants it to, tweeted us your lowest moment on Monday. Like when you just when you just have that, oh my God, it's 10 15 in the morning. I can't believe I'm here right now. Send us a send send me a tweet. Let's talk about it. At at talking Jake. I um, think this Monday is in the running for the most fake bathroom trips in an office workplace. Oh, wow. Interesting. You know, you're just sitting at your desk and you're like, fuck, I don't want to do anything. You fake at least two bathroom trips just to go sit somewhere else for like five minutes to pass the time. And you might as well lean into that a little bit. Turn up the coffee on high. Maybe, you know, get a big brekkie Sammy tomorrow and enjoy yourself a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. What are we talking about? Jim, how you doing, bud? I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually feel good today because today was my like n- get back to neutral day. We've right. had 40 people here. Uh crazy dinners, a lot of fun. We went golfing on Friday. I was working all the games on my laptop from my parents' house cuz I wanted to like be around everyone and all that. And today I work I worked from home. I, I and I got some other things done, I got some breakdowns done and all like like today, I, I was like, let's go back to my normal life. I need my normal life back. I'm kind of excited for it. But the games, the game was pretty boring. Pretty boring. I know it's a 2-1 game. I like pitcher's duels. You know what? The all-star break's lurking for me, Jake. Like I'm kind yeah. of upset with the players for their head being a little out of it. 
you know, just get me to the break. I was kind of watching that game like, yo, just get me to the break. Oh, the 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 organization did that. When when we won game two and the series was guaranteed to not be a loss, I mean, that was it. That was it. They, uh, I mean, Bravik Valera got the start today. Um, I mean, just think about that. We're going to look back at today's and he made lineup. Me not, and he made me not like him in one game. It's kind of ugly. Uh, no, I don't care. Yeah, I, I agree, but I don't care about that. Why don't you like Bravik? Well, he he allowed the second run to score, which was yeah the winning run on two plays. Yeah. I mean, they we're getting so far ahead of ourselves, but he he like ran to cover first base. Yeah, which I don't know why you would do that. You don't need to. The goal is to keep that dude there, so don't cover he first because. And then just, the double play his man. Name, his name sounds like an NBA second round pick. No, it sounds like a disease, Bravik Valera. Like Slovakian. You're like, oh, the small forward, Bravik Valera. He might come over to the States. He might stay over there, but he's got a silky smooth shot. Well, he didn't have a silky smooth double play turning throw because I fully expected that to get turned if it was Glaber. And it was, and that allows a second round to score, which ended up being the winning round. So Bravik did not warm to my heart today. Not that he's the reason we lost at all. The offense is solely the reason we lost that game. By the way, Tyro with the bases clearing double today at Triple at A. Um, why not him? And let's like I, I think we're gonna look back at this week and be like, that was weird, man. Like Mike Ford getting the call. I think I think this was a little demo week by Cashman, just being like, yeah. We're gonna throw we're throwing Mike Ford and Valera in a trade, so this is your guys' tape on them. Fuck. I'm I'm so upset that you said that before me, because that was in my notes to say, like, this was, um, uh, they showed off. What, what's it called when you put them on show? There's a term I'm, I'm blanking on right now. Okay. But, yes, I do believe that Mike Ford, and Mike Ford, I thought, came up and started, like, just one more glimpse of, like, look, he can do it. Mikey T got a lot of run? I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I, that's, I had that thought. I wouldn't, like, put money on it, but... Now I'm pissed I can't think. Showcase. Thank you, Jonathan Garcia, in the chat. That is the exact word I was looking for. This was the Showcase series. Yeah. Camarina got called up. All right, we're getting too far ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's not Camarina yet. Who's uh, any any important people you want to mention this episode, Jimmy O'Brien? Yeah, there are some important people that I want to mention, Jake. How do you how do you know that, you creep? Damn. <laughs> the people that I would like to mention, I think there's only two of them, very special people. They sponsored this show, Josh Foreman. The Foreman. Yeah. Get the boss people around yeah. night and day. When you close your eyes and you picture a foreman, what do you picture? Oh. Taller than me. Okay. I guess you could say that for ninety percent of people, really. Um, and on a hard hat, and like arms crossed. Yeah. Never, never satisfied. The foreman's never satisfied. Yeah, I just picture a guy at a warehouse, like at the top of stairs, yelling down at people. Ooh, okay. All right. So Josh Foreman and Brandon Kelly, 
who I think is a return, a repeat. Anyway, those are our most recent Patreon supporters, subscribers. $2 a month allows you to be in the chat with us and and help me remember words like Jonathan Garcia just did. Or it gets you early access to the videos. It gets you uh, the video whenever. No one else... No one else can see the video version of these episodes besides patrons. Get you a chance to win two jerseys each month, and it's really nice, and we appreciate it. Thank you very much. Patreon.com slash Yanks. We'll get you there. All right, Jake. We kind of covered, like, the ups and downs a little bit. We didn't really explain it, but like, Mike Ford got called up. Valera got called up. We can get into those later if we want, because there are... I, it's this weird thing where like, oh, some people want to know what the reasoning behind those and we can offer that info to them. But then it's like, I don't think anyone really cares. So it's wow. Like, who cares about Camarina? I didn't know his name. It's going to be such a good Yankees trivia question at some point. He didn't play. So I don't know if he would like find himself onto any stat page or anything on the team for one day. The hell was that? Extra arms. They were so worried about the bullpen this series. Weird week. And a- I, you just you saw it on the week. They just wanted to not have a losing week when that was decided. I mean, the the whole vibe change. Yeah. Technically, on the road trip, they went five hundred, five and six. Nope. I mean, um, five and three, three and three. Are you counting London? Yeah, I was counting London on the road trip. Five and three, then. Yeah, you want to go five hundred on the road, so even three and three, the goal. Yeah, that's winning baseball. Five hundred on the road, winning record. How, how come London? Carl in the chat says three and three. London doesn't count as part of this road trip. Not really. That was an event that it doesn't count. This this week was separate from London. London was its own experience. All right. Well, I think I'm going to count it. Count it. I like it. I love counting it. It sounds better. Yeah, Five and when, three road trip. When Boom. you look at the baseball reference, there's an at sign. That's the road trip. Five and three. Boom. Went five and three on the London on the Done. road trip. Boom. Pro- I'm I'm with you. Yeah. That sounds so much better. Yeah. yeah. You want to burn game one and that'll lead us into topics. I, could, I think I could burn game one. All right, here we go. On your mark. Get set. Burn. First of four at the Trop with J.A. Adonde Hap versus Yanni Chirinos, and I'm Ava sailing away. Garcia double in the first. Then Hap would settle down, Jim. 5.1 innings, one earned run, five Ks. Talk dirty to me. RBI single followed by a Hicksy baby one more time. RBI double 2-1 Yanks after three. Peanut butter parrot time. Edwin solo dolo to add a Geico run. Chapman in to shut the door. Oh, no. Joey Wendell RBI double. Wild pitch fest. Wendell scores. Bunos cantos for you, Michael K. It was time to rip their hearts out, though. LeMayhew RBI single. Then L. Gary gets his kid Cuddy on because he goes up, up, and away. One of the longest home runs you'll see. Just like that, the Yanks have an eight spot on the board. And your final in Yampa, Jim, eight, four, Skanks. A nice July 4th victory. Holy smokes. 
I wanted to see the fireworks. Actually, there's fireworks tonight. If I get this episode done, I can go see them. But I couldn't because I wanted extra innings. I was stuck in the house. Sorry, dog. Usually we forget about the first game of four game sets when we record the series recap. But this game is pretty actually in my mind better than than usual. The Chapman appearance was so bad. No, it's funny, and we'll get there in a second, but I, you're right. I remember this game good. The next one, I was like, oh, my God, Brendan McKay started that game? That felt like a, a month ago, but we'll, we'll, get there. we'll get there in a little bit. But, yeah, uh, Chapman put on a display, not, not, not one of the fun kinds. Um, Talkman, I, I guess we got to go back a little bit. Hap was kind of okay. He used a lot of pitches to get through 5.1, but one earned run out of Happer will take that into the break. I'll take that. Hap's been Hap's been bad. Yeah. This first half. And I don't think he I I think he can be good again. This is a good start. All the pitching was good this series. So this was I'll take that out of Hap. I think he actually doesn't he have a couple in a row now that are like, all right, not great, but you didn't lose us the game. Well that's that's where we gotta look with Hap. Like, how many in a row now does he have? Oh, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, he got he got Houston. lit up his last one in Houston. But it's Jim, it's outside of that, his his starts have been weirdly good. Like that Houston one is actually his only bad start in his last uh seven. And then he got lit up by Baltimore eight starts ago. But it's it, it's just been a weird year for Hap. He hasn't there hasn't been a stretch where we've been like, nice, Hap is rolling. And hopefully he gets that at some point in the second half. But um, it, it, was an, it was a solid start out of Happer. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. And then Mike Talkman. Everyone's like, why is Talkman in the lineup? Why isn't Judge in the lineup? And Mikey T comes through with an RBI like real quick. The GOAT, man. Don't be a lefty on the mound and have Mike Talkman in the batter's box because you're done. He got three starts and like four hits this series. I'm I, we're gonna look back at this series and say, "Oh my God, Talkman played three games. Bravik Valera was called up. Why was Daniel Camarana even here? <laughs> do Why you, did you do visit you think Tampa?" People that listen to Talking Yanks that whenever they say Yanni Trinos, they say it in the um, Bob Euchre voice that you say. Yeah, Yanni Trinos. Because I say it like that in my you head. You have to. I, but I, so I wonder I, how I don't many people be, you've influenced. You Yanni can't, Chirinos. You can't have a conversation with someone and just be like, oh, yeah, Yanni Chirinos is pitching for the race. Like, there's there's just too many good sounds in there. You have to do something. There's a lot of – the Rays have a lot of names that I'd love to hear Bob Euchre, like, overemphasize. Avisail Garcia. <laughs> yeah, Avisail's a really good one. <laughs> they got a lot. It's a sleeper. Yandy Diaz. Are you kidding me? That's what I'm saying. We have a lot. Yandy? Guillermo Heredia. I don't know how that one plays, but that's an ugly <laughs> yeah, name. Yeah, it huh? would work. <laughs> um, what, right. what else you got from this game, Jimmer? All right. Well, we were we were going good, smooth sailing, three to one, close game, good baseball, and then Chapman comes in. I, for real, think it's a heat situation. <laughs> like, I know I'm joking on Twitter. I'm like, yo, he's not sweating enough. But the stats back it up that when the air is warmer, Chapman pitches better and throws faster, and he's just dry as a bone 
in Tampa and has no control. And there's I need drip sweating from his chin, Jake. I need it. Jimmy. And I'm half joking, but there's part of me that's half serious. Like, no, no, he pitches better in the heat. There's a reason he wears turtlenecks year-round. The dude loves being hot. I saw your tweets, and I chuckled to myself, you're hilarious. <laughs> and then he came out for the second game, and it was the driest skin I've ever seen on a human. Yeah, so I'm saying. I was freaked out. It went from a funny tweet to scary, I don't want to roll this Chapman pitching in Tampa ever. Yeah, turn the AC up. We need a we need to short circuit their AC next time. Uh, when Chappie's he's, warming he's up. Out, when he's outside in Tampa in the humidity, he feels comfortable. He comes into the trop and he's freezing. He's frigid. It's the driest face I've ever seen. It is weird. He might ban Chapman from Tampa. It's tough. It's a tough break. Someone, some Rays fan was like, every time I see him, he sucks, and I'm like, oh shit. Maybe this is a thing. Yeah. Can I look up, while you you move us to another subject, I'm going to look up Chapman splits at the trop. Okay. I'll definitely not drag my feet on this one. Um, Hailstorm for for the save, one out. I I passed up on that joke in the burn. It's okay. Um, Well, anyway, some people were blaming Gary on the pass balls. Listen. Chapman was throwing 100 mile per hour pitches in every direction, up high over yeah. Gary's head by his feet. Gary's got to cheat one way or the other, and you just like you just think he can stop whatever, whenever it goes when he's missing his spots by two feet. Gary just can like whip his arm that fast, and Ch- it was all Chapman. Yeah, and Jim, I I think something that was kind of underlying in this series, not not to get too serious with everyone. After I get serious, I'll say Yanni Chirinos' name. Um, the Yankees was runner in scoring position in the games they won. They they were incredible. They were five for seven in this game with runners in scoring position. The Rays were one and eight. Um, and I mean, end of the day, that's that's the difference. Yeah, the Chirinos. Runners in scoring position. It's always 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 good thing to do. Yeah. All right. So anyway, they lose the you, they win this game. You the, got those Chapman stats? I'm on the edge of my seat over here. Oh, you want them? Yeah. I didn't know if you were interested anymore. I'm the most interested I've ever been in this show. Okay. In Tropicana Field, he has appeared in eight games, and he has a 3-7... I hate how how baseball reference does that. I was, like, looking at the hitter's numbers, not... You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So he's he's appeared in eight games... And he has seven innings pitched and two earned runs. So, okay, he's fine. Um, <laughs> he's fine. It's pretty good. He's fine. They're both this season, though. Okay, interesting. Of of note. Um, yeah, I don't know. We went for Horseman. Everyone did their job until Chapman. Um, and then yeah, I I also I had an Oliver Drake. His his name cracks me up too. Um, I was gonna I was gonna end the, end the burn with Oliver Drake gets joshed, and that's a little Jake Drake Josh reference. Um, Yanks won. Happy fourth. Yanks didn't win. The Gary home run was a fucking bomb. Lemayhew's interview was awesome. 
He said it was like the furthest ball he ever seen hit. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It it's so cool when a guy is like, you know, someone who's as straight laced as DJ LeMahieu looks <laughs> looks you in the eye and says, "That's the furthest ball I've ever seen hit." <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And he he dropped he dropped your line. He goes. <laughs> I don't care what Statcast said. That was over 500 feet. That was the longest home run I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's incredible that society accepts Statcast. Yeah, they're they've they've been wrong. Like there's been proven evidence. Like wow, that was a wrong number. Right. Yet people still say, and other times like, oh, that must be true. Like if you if we have a handful of times where we can see the ball land. And we see that it landed right behind the 301 sign and Statcast, right. or, you know, three, 401 sign. And Statcast says, that was 420 or that was 380. That's happened a lot of times. Yeah. But yet, as a society, baseball fans still just believe Statcast. It's like, I love John Boy versus Statcast. It's so stupid. It's one of my favorite things. <laughs> it's so stupid. Stop believing Statcast. They just fucking make up numbers. Yeah, I have so many things that I've been just raging against recently, which I nice. I wouldn't say is I wouldn't describe myself as someone who like rages against things, but I just I'm coming to be that person. The box on the strike zone box, people like come at me like it was a strike. I'm like that thing's not real. Strike zone box kills me. It's not real. It, it has no it. say in anything. It started the game the other day, and they didn't have it aligned right. And that was cracking me up. It's not a real thing. People are like, it's clearly strike. That's not, that's not real. The ump yeah. can't see that. The batter can't see that. That has no bearing on what's a strike or what's not a strike. That's not really on the field? <laughs> it's not real. Like Even the, <laughs> even the rules are like... Isn't, sometimes they put the dot. I was like, this is where that ball was, right where the catcher caught it. It's like, that's not how that works. Yeah. It's just not real. Neither stat cast. Boom. Damn. Damn. Yanks win. Yanks win game one. Fun game. Hicks homer. Let's move on to game two. We had my my favorite dude on the bump. Here we go, Jake. Brandon McKay. The all-star Masahiro Tanaka versus Brendan Two-Way McKay. Hey, welcome to the AL Beast, Brendan. Aaron Judge, Apo Taco in the first one nothing Yanks. Nasty Nate Lowe hits his first MLB homer in the fourth. But, Jimmy, let's give him something to talk about. Two RBI single for Talk Daddy. 3-1, but the Rays would rally. Zanino solo job. Kiermaier plates two on an RBI single. 4-3 Rays? But never fear, Hicks is here. Yabo to tie it and retweet. Bunos Cantos, Jim, the future captain. Aaron Judge with a bomb to center. Statcast had it at 442. And then Jim, Captain America, the man of the weekend, Brett Gardner. Woo! Screaming around the bases. Glaber scores. Urshela scores. Tell me if you've heard this one before. Yanks win in extras 8-4. Pretty wild. Those two extra games, two 8-4 games, two games that... Um... The Rays took the lead, and we took right back. Yeah. Pretty fun. Another extra game. Didn't like, really like that. This was a bit odd because 
they didn't like use the bullpen because CC was pitching the next game, and they were like, "We're gonna have to use him there." So instead, we got Nestor Hale show. Yeah, and Nestor's turning into a pumpkin quick, Jake. Wow. His his final line looks decent, but yeah, it sucks. That's not true. And Tanaka's final line looks bad. Tanaka pitched better than his line. Nestor pitched worse than his line. That's why yeah. looking at box scores sometimes is tricky because uh, two runs scored. Nestor allowed two run two inherited runners to score. Uh, yeah, he Kiermeyer Kiermeyer singled. Um, he dropped he dropped down again. Uh, he, yeah, too many he, times. Yeah, he dropped down the pitch before that. He dropped down again. Kiermeyer singles, two run score. Um, and he kind of got lucky. Uh, Meadows kind of made a running mistake, and he got thrown out for the last out of that inning. Um, yeah, which allowed Nestor to escape it even more. Yeah. Yeah, so his final line, like Nestor, it looks, doesn't allow run, but two inherited runners score on a single by Kiermaier, and then the next inning he had uh, two deep fly balls and then a ground out. But so, but then Hale comes out and he looks good. What's our bullpen, Jake? Like, what does our bullpen look like moving forward with Hale and Nestor? Like, if Batances comes back, Sess is gone, right? And Nestor and Hale are up. Yeah, and it's um or Holder. I'm, if Holder I'm, figures out his stuff, he comes back. I'm, I mean, does Holder get fixed? Um, I mean, are you can never have enough arms? I mean, do they do they even tempt? Are are they looking at guys around the trade deadline if they're trying to throw another body in there? I I don't know, but uh, yeah, I I don't know, but I mean, like Sessa's still out there. We we called up Dan Camarana for a game. Like, if we can find room for arms, if we can find room for Daniel Camarana, um, sorry, Dan Cam, um. Not, not, not to bury you on that, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think there was also a little bit of, like you said, CC was pitching the next game where it was extremely efficient, by the way, um, and like I, 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 they showed Adovino throwing in the bullpen today. I think they kind of, they mentally had a plan that these guys were going to pitch these final two days, even if they just have throwing days just so they get some work before the All-Star break? Because, I mean, they're going to be off till Friday, Thursday? The 12th. I don't know when that is. 12th, We're going to be there. Friday. We're going to that game. How about that? How about that? It's pretty neat. See you there. No, yeah, I do think that they had this all mapped out, but it's just shitty. And yeah. I... Okay, maybe it's because I'm a big, big jerk face when it comes to the Rays. Everyone kept saying this is a huge series. This is a huge series. And I was like, no, it's not. The race. Yeah, you are kind of a jerk face to the race. <laughs> like, this isn't a huge series. We're up seven games. The Rays are flying. In your head, the Rays have been dead since we swept them at the stadium. Yeah, the, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I, like, I didn't think I, this. I did not think this was a big series. I thought they were full blown dead after we won the two games in extras, especially midway through the third game, because I thought we were going to do the same damn thing. And I thought we were, I told you on the pregame show, I, it felt like, what's that cool Gerard Butler movie that I always forget the name of? 
and it's law-abiding like, citizen. Law-abiding citizen. Go watch that, people. I feel like I do this once a year on Talking Year, <laughs> Talking Yanks. It's, it's law-abiding citizens. But the Yankees were doing a law-abiding citizen murder scene on the Rays in these first two games, like taking them to extras and then winning by four with two just crazy home runs, Gary with the hardest home run ever, and Brett Gardner just <laughs> fucking screaming around the bases. That was so cool. Yeah. Love Guardy. Love Guardy. But yeah, so they they clearly made a, a pathway for these games and like didn't they didn't manage they managed this series how all of 2017 was managed. But we've yeah. seen we've seen a change in the way they manage here. It was just we reverted back to it for this one series. They love their rest and all that other crap, which sucks. But Luke Voigt's not hurt. Was good. See, that's like the thing. He's like really a main cog in our offense. He's like a 400 on base percentage, and he's not hurt right now. They just were like, let's I've get him rest. never seen a player celebrating more in the dugout than Luke Voigt was this weekend. For like uh, uh, in, an injury, like if it's your left arm, I can see you celebrating with all your other body. His injury is like right under his belly button. It's the middle of the his The whole body. thing was fake. They said there's a muscle under the belly button. I still don't have that. Well, we did get pulled out of a game. You don't have that for sure. Okay. So that's just a me thing still. Just a you thing. But yeah. Yeah. Um, this game was fun. What you got on Tanaka? Uh, he's hot. Um, he's going to the All-Star game. Um, that was, his, looked, his reaction to that was funny. Yeah. He's like, he's like wow. All right, cool. Um, he's Mark, actually excited, which is kind of cool, though, because he was injured his last All-Star game. So he's he's pretty stoked, which that's cool. It's funny. His, his, his actual quote was, well, I was probably the same reaction as all of you guys. I was pretty surprised. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. It's good. What do you think of two-way McKay? Um, I, I thought he was all right. I didn't love his mannerisms on the mound. Nah, he looked like he was like a little pissy bitch the whole time. Yeah, he was kind of being a hardo. Yeah. I didn't like, like every pitch, he'd like look off to the side, like angry at himself, yeah. like strike or ball. And it was like, dude, kind of chill out. Like it was like Talkman his first two weeks on the team. Oh man. I don't, I don't talk about those times. <laughs> it's um, like, uh, we know you're I, invested in the game, but dude, by the way, Talkman. Two RBIs. What a what a sick pup. Um, Judge hits two home runs, Jim. Uh, one, he does the oppo, oppo taco, jeter swing. Got me on MLB Network, whatever. Not going to flex about it. Um, and then he hits the bomb to left center, I guess we'll call it. Center left. You were on ne MLB Network? What? I mean, it's just like a 30-minute interview type thing. No, they showed my tweet on there with the Judge swing. Because it was such an accurate tweet, <laughs> such a good analysis. What I liked about that is Judge never steps out of the box in between pitches, right? But it was a two-zero fastball, and Judge never steps, and he's just like, "Come on, man, bring it." Yeah, welcome. Then he, then he mishits it, but it goes out for a home run. Welcome to the ALEs, and dude, that weird trop over camera angle. Yeah, that yeah. they show it, and everything looks like a pop up, and then it's like, "Oh, that was a home run." Okay, cool. Yeah, it's the the catwalk cam. It's weird. It's weird. Weird. I just got triggered when you said catwalk and when you said 
2-0 pitch to judge because I was picturing the strike in today's game that should have been a walk and very much changed the game, and I'm just kind of letting that realization sink in, but whatever. Good job, good job. All right, next up, game number three. Going to take the series. On your mark. Get set. Burn. Well, I'm going to take my horse. No, uh, CC Sabathia versus Blake Snellagram. A uh, couple southpaws on the bump, Jimmy. And speaking of southpaws, Gardy does it again. Brett Gardner goes yard. one nothing skanks. Darno, remember that name. He has an RBI single. We're locked up at ones into the seventh. What a day by CC. Seven innings pitch. Unfortunately, three earned runs is worst pitch of the day. Nate Lowe hits his second MLB home run. Hanging slide job. Three, two, raise. But Jimmy, two sp- Two strikes, two outs in the ninth. Righty Aaron Hicks gets one out of the stadium. Unbelievable. He's going nuts. Uh, unfortunately, Chad Bro tried to sneak a fastball past Travis Darno on the first pitch to him. Darno goes yard, oppo field. Yanks lose this game for to Trace. Now, now, this game actually has a lot for us to to chew on because there's some decisions that people are on all different sides of with keeping CC in and then the three run homer or two run homer happens. I don't know where you stand on this really, but I know where I stand on it. Do you think they should have taken CC out? Are you fine with them leaving him in? What are your thoughts? Jim, I'm a, I'm kind of a mixed bag on this. I'll, I'll be honest. I don't, I don't have a perfect answer because I, I'm always going to have that traditionalist. You're the starting pitcher. Like, go finish it. Get this last out. Let's do it. Yet, I, I very much understand that Tommy Canely, if he came in there, has a better chance of getting the batter out. So, I, I, I don't have a great stance on it. It's, it's kind of I. If, like, I was Boone, I don't think I'm walking out to the mound and taking CeCe out just because I'm kind of like a baseball traditionalist in that sense, although I know in my head Tommy Canely is probably the right choice to get that out. Yeah. I'm totally fine with leaving CeCe in. Yeah. I don't think you can let one bad pitch affect the manager's decision. Like, he had him 0-2. It's a rookie, Nate Lau lefty who didn't have a hit in the game yet and cc looked great man like in the in his last two innings in the sixth and seventh i thought his sliders looked better than earlier in the game i was like holy shit those are breaking really nice so i had no problem with leaving cc in unfortunately cc gives up a bad pitch and everyone goes and tries to figure out how could we have avoided this instead of saying shit that was a bad pitch yeah, and it, it was kind of a perfect storm because you, I, I think also going back to kind of being a baseball traditionalist, the kind of rule is when your starting pitcher is in this position, you don't want them to be in a position to lose the game. And so I think Boone went into that inning essentially thinking, well, if CeCe lets a runner on base, I have to take him out, right? Um, so CeCe gets the first two guys out, Kiermaier, Adamas, and then Darno hits a single to right, which Talkman dives for. He's kind of close to it. was kind of an ugly dive, whatever. But then 
I mean, that's when that kind of gets thrown out the window because you see a lefty in the batter's box. You see that Mike Talkman almost made that for the third out, and you see Big CeCe out there twirling it. It's it's tough to pull him. He hangs the slider, and and Lau takes him yard. And, and Jim, I guess this is my uh, my one minute where I compliment the Rays. Um, they're going to be around for a while. That goddamn Chris Archer trade. Um stack them but dude they're deep man I mean this Lau kid just got called up the the other guy who was the biggest fear factor on their team this series Brousseau he just got called up the Rays are deep man they're 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 going to be looking for 90 wins for the next four years or so do you think it's okay that the Brandon Lau got hurt so they called up Nate Lowe same exact last name yeah, pronounced differently. I well, luckily Glaber got announced the All Star team. I forget if that was last episode or not. Um, I think it was right. Because um, yeah, Good I, was, for Glaber. I was so mad at Brandon Lau for a little bit. It was kind of weird and unfair to him, to be honest. But um, yeah, I don't know. Rays are good. What now? What about going to Chad Green? I was totally fine with going to Chad Green. They do have a weird plan. Chad's been so good lately and it's versus the top of every team's order. Like, And there's been, I think, two eight-inning and one fifth-inning appearance, so it's not all openers, which a lot of people are saying. And he looked really good this inning. Get, struck out two guys, and then Travis Darno comes up, and he throws a get-me-over fastball, which if he throws 99 more times, I think Darno homers twice. Yeah, um, and that that's what cracked me up, Jim, because... All, all the all the Yankees second guessers and doubters came out and they were like, yeah, I mean, when, when Chad came in, I knew this game was over. No, you didn't. He mowed down the first two hitters. He struck out Adamas and Kiermaier grounded out on the first pitch. He saw Travis Darno, uh, a guy who was hitting 207 coming into this game, and he was like, all right, I'm just gonna do a you know first pitch fastball, kind of get it over. Darno went opposite way with it and it just snuck out it landed in the first row and it's I mean that's baseball like I if you can't come to grips with that I'm sorry um and I I think I mean Chad's reaction was pretty funny because he's Chad Green um but yeah I mean it it sucked and I don't know I I think uh I'll say this. I'm happy it happened now than later in the year because I think Chad Green's gonna learn from this I I think he thought Hey, I've got two outs. I'm going to just try to get ahead with a fastball. And and Darno, you know, housed it. Did you hear my stat of the day when I had my post-game tw- video? What was your stat of the day in this your was, post-game video? And I didn't, I didn't check this, but this was officially the first game where the, the first pitch was thrown by a twin and the last pitch was thrown by a twin. Blake Snell's a Damn. twin. Has a yeah. twin brother. Chad Green's a twin. Has a twin brother. So this was bookended by twins. I didn't check any stats, but uh, first game, first time in the history of the MLB, which is pretty unique. You're a little freaked out. Chad has a twin. I didn't know. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I just want I want him to. I don't know if he knows about the twin convention in Ohio. Well, we'll talk to him about it. Yeah. I don't know. One of my favorite Googles every year. If anyone wants uh, some insight into my weird brain, there's this twin convention in Ohio. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe it roams. I think it was in Ohio one year. 
And um, yeah, like you only go if you're a twin. And they post the pictures from it. And it looks like something out of Black Mirror. It's so yeah. fucking creepy. There's just duplicates everywhere all over the convention. So go that check. Would be a good, that is a good like baseline for a scary movie. Yeah, go to the twin convention and then you have people like fucking or up and doing weird shit and like I mean no one knows who anyone is. One one twin out of each pairing turns evil. I'd watch that movie. Yeah. So I just want Chad to know about it. If he doesn't you gotta know about figure out which twin's evil, which one's not. Yeah, or like all of like all of half the twins start getting this disease or something. You got to figure out why, like what, what is the difference between the two? Okay. Wow. So anyway, yeah. Twin game. Blake Snell. Are we scared of Blake Snell anymore? Not this year. Um, I, I think it's, uh, unless he figures something out for the second half. Um, I, I mean, he's super talented, um, but this, this clearly isn't bad, his year. Not even a bad game though. Five innings, five hits, one earned run. But, only five innings gave us a lot of time versus the bullpen. I don't know. He just doesn't strike fear in me anymore. Well, the, the biggest, the biggest favor we did was DJ LeMahieu, um, getting picked off in, in the first inning. LeMahieu started the game with a single. Um, and I, I think, you know, Snell's last start against the Yankees, he didn't get out of the first inning. And I, I think, you know, if he saw LeMahieu on and you get another guy on, I mean, he, his heart starts ticking a little bit, but, that had May to be a hit pick- and run gone wrong, right? What's that? That had to be a hit and run gone wrong or something. Maybe. Um, or no, it was a, I think it was a, I think it was the, I don't know what it was. It was a one, two count. I don't know why he was stealing. He got picked off. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it was, it was awesome. Um, I mean, Hicksie hitting the uh, the tying home run. Kevin Cash switches him over to the right side of the plate, and he gets one. That was awesome. What about that curveball that made Gary flinch like he was me in high school? Yeah, that was tough. Uh, what's that guy's name? Chaz Rose. Chaz yeah. Rowe, Mr. Slider. Um, I don't blame Gary for a second. <laughs> yeah, that was a nasty pitch. He actually nasty. threw the first one. To Gary and I was like, "Holy shit!" That slider had a lot of movement. And then a couple battings later, strikes him out that way. But yeah, um, tough loss. The Hicks home run was awesome, and then then you just flip it right around, and Derno walks off, and it's like, "Damn it!" Yeah, damn it. Let's go game four. Then we got awards to give out. Awards. On your mark. Get set. Burn. Final game at the Trop, Jimmy. The Big Maple, James Paxton versus the Saltman, Charlie Morton. Damn, he looked good, Jim. Bottom one. God, I hate first inning Paxton. Tommy Fan, double to center, RBI. Avisail Garcia, everyone's Bob Euchre favorite. It's 2 nothing, Jimmy. <laughs> there goes that man again. Brett Gardner, Homer. Was there ever a doubt? Obviously not. And then, Jim, things kind of get boring from here because there was no run scored. It's 2-1 final, a pagan victory at the end for the Rays. Um, and Yanks kind of just Paxton settled down. He had a dirty inning there. That was awesome. But uh, Yank, Yanks couldn't get anything done, and 
they head into the all-star break, man. Yeah, no DJ, no Glaber in the lineup. Uh, we talked about this a couple episodes ago. Judge said, like, the all-star break's a grind, man. So yeah. So they give them the day off. They love stack and rest. It's an interesting thing because as a fan, I'd rather them play now and just sit out the all-star break. <laughs> all-star game, I don't care. But then you want them to be able to show off who they are and everything. Right. But yeah, if teams start doing this, Jake, like yeah. sitting stars in games because the all-star break's coming up, then eventually MLB is going to need to build in an off day. Yeah, and that's I, I think they're getting there, and I think you kind of heard it in those judge quotes last year, and it's it's one of those things like I don't think people really care if you just did a full week off for the all-star break. I mean, for you and I, it'd be slightly inconvenient because we're trying to like make a lifestyle out of this. But um, I, I think we're getting there because it's kind of like, why? Like, why are we making these players, you know, fly in today, um, get there, do press and all that stuff, and then Derby Day and then the All-Star Game? Like, it's it's exhausting. Like, Judge, Gary, um, Glaber, Tank. They're they're about to go through the ringer. Who'd I miss? We got five all stars, right? Not not Judge, Chappie, Ch- Chapman, Tanaka, Glaber, DJ, and Gary. There's DJ, no Judge. Judge me. ain't going this year, right? This guy sucks, and he's probably stoked about it, which is a tough look. <laughs> yeah, he probably is. Yeah, I they, they got to change something. If teams are doing this uh, because that's that they feel better for their team, then they got to build in another off day. I don't know any other yeah. te- if any other teams are doing this. I I doubt it with how much the Yankees like rest. Um, Paxton's last inning was awesome. Paxton start. You and I both tweeted out the same thing. I tweeted out twenty minutes before you though, so I get all the credit and you get zero credit. Wow. Is we, we both? I don't know if you you probably didn't see my tweet. We just had the same exact tweet though. What tweet? That Paxton's first innings are my least favorite thing about this team right now. It sucks, man. It's um it and it's so baseball. It's so baseball. There's there's not a cure, then there never will be a cure. It's just some guys have this and they've they've never known. They've had guys throw simulated first innings in the bullpen. They have guys throw less pitches in the bullpen. There's it's a uh, I, I mean, you start doing different rituals. You're cutting chickens' heads off in the dugout. It's uh it sucks. And it's uh I think it almost turns into the Yogi that half this game is 90% mental. Like, I, I think it's at the point where it's in James Paxton's head where he's just out there praying to get through the first inning, and once he's through, he goes beast mode. Yeah. Yeah. It's deflating because Paxton has good stuff, and in the end, so in the end, this 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 performance is what, 16 pitch, 200 runs, and one of those runs kind of, wasn't fully his fault. It was, yeah. but some tough luck. 11 Ks. Some bad strikes luck. out. The, 11 strikes Ks. Out his last three. Yeah. So you look at this and you're like, oh, that's a good line. So next time Paxton starts, like, let's go. Let's give us that line again. And then you're like, fuck, we got to sit through this shit first and yeah. hope that he can get out of this because it could have been worse, but he got out of it. Yeah. It's getting real frustrating. What's his ERA in first inning? Like 11? Yeah. I think he went up. Went up today, gave up two in the first. Um, and yeah, I, th- I think that's the biggest takeaway, and it, it is so funny to be reactionary, but 
you know, if, if the Yankees had scored eight runs yesterday and nine runs today, we'd be sitting back here and being like, damn, great starts by CC and Paxton. But the offense didn't do that. So we're here, ah, Paxton's first inning stuff. Damn, that last pitch by, by CC to Lau. Low. God damn it, Rays. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. They're, they're both... They were both pretty good starts. The Paxton first inning thing is just, it sucks, man. Here are our tweets on the issue, Jake, on the matter, Jake. Right. Let's see who had the better tweet. At 12.25, I said, I think first inning Paxton has been my least favorite thing about this season so far. Right. At 12.45, I don't know why you're tweeting about first inning Paxton 20 minutes after I was, I was fucking brewing, man. I was like stewing about it. <laughs> you tweeted, first inning Paxton is one of the worst parts of the Yankee season so far. Pretty similar tweets. That's a very, that's a totally different tweet. <laughs> Yours ends with so far, season so far. Mine ends with season so far. They're both about Paxton. Yeah. I said my least favorite thing. You said one of the worst parts. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's a totally different tweet. Um, and it's more informative, so follow at Talking Jake. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I mean, look, look the, the last two hitters in this lineup were Bravik Valera and Austin Romine. I mean, oh, they didn't care about they didn't care about this game. Yeah, think, yeah. And I also, dude, Morton's good. That's that's the other thing that I think you you haven't factored in your Rays equation. Um, I think Charlie Morton's the best pitcher we've seen this season. That can't be right. We've seen Verlander. He's better than Morton. Verlander's not having a great year. He's Verlander's given up the most home runs in baseball this year. Their approach pissed me off versus Charlie Morton. Like they they got the wrong scouting report. Some two zero fastballs just right down the middle, and they were sitting on him. Or they I think his fastball's him. tough, man. His fastball and his slider are plus plus. He's got a two three two ERA on the year now. He had ten Ks. I think. Uh, I, I think Morton's the best starting pitcher we've seen this year. Mm. What about there's got to be some others. I'm telling you, man, dig dig through the memory bank and and think about who jumps out. Um, I I tweeted Granky. that again. Granky shut yeah. us down. Get that out of here. He's good. Doesn't like being on a baseball field though. He doesn't. He had some he made doesn't the all like star fans team. there. He made the all star team. You know who had the best performance against us? Jordan Zimmerman had one of the best performances against us. Jordan Zimmerman. Matthew Boyd to start the year. Yeah, six, <laughs> that was a really good thing. Six point one, one earned run, Matthew Boyd. He had a good outing versus us. Uh who's this? Homer Bailey, six innings pitched, one earned run. <laughs> Your guy. Um yeah, man. I mean, dude, Gardy hit the solo shot, and Gardy had another hit. Um, I, I, and and again, the bottom of the lineup was a little different, but Morton's stuff looked good. He's having a crazy year. I I think he's uh, it it passed my eye test, Jim, and that's so important. To I people. got one. Kikuchi with Pine Tar had a better outing. Pine Tar Kikuchi looked good, but it was also the first time we'd ever seen him, and he was cheating. So, well, Charlie Morton's an own cheater. Uh, but he's nice about it. He's not. He's a liar. I just started throwing harder. Yeah. It's a bold-faced liar. Yeah. Well, he went to Astroville. 
Yeah. Pine tar heaven. Spinach. Popeye. We should send our guys to trade a pitcher to the Astros that we really like and then have him bring back the special pine tar later on. Trade backs. So, like, maybe we trade Monty to the Astros and we're like, get Monty's fastball up to, like, 98. Yeah. And then we trade back for Monty. We overpay a little bit, but mm-hmm. we just, like, Monty, give us the secrets. And then Monty's like, I don't know, I just throw harder. And we're like, damn it, Monty. <laughs> give us the pine tar, yeah, Monty. Astros fans, they get upset. I'm not trying. I wish the Yankees could do what the Astros do with starting pitchers. Like Sonny Gray's having an awesome year. That was all between the ears. Lance Lynn's having an awesome year now. I don't know what that's about. The Astros implement pine tar in a fantastic way. I'm not mad at them about it. I wish that we could do it. The Astros fans get so salty. They're like, no, we don't. Like, you clearly do. It's the most obvious thing in the history of the world. And I'm jealous of it. And you're acting like you don't do it. So yeah, we'll trade no, Monty. That sucks. I'll take this this ten seconds to say, if you're a Larry Rothschild hater, just like stop. Uh, just just a reminder, because um, if you're not going to give him credit for anything, then you can't just hate him for everything. That's not how life works. Okay, cool. Let's go to awards. Yeah. We're like so late into the show. Awards, awards, four game set. The first award we give out here on Talking Yankees is Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. My pride, 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 pride of the Yankees, because I get to go first, Jake. Any guesses? Your last time not being a heathen, James. Uh, you don't know that for sure. Oh, I know that for sure, dog. I could switch it up. I'll switch you up so hard. I could say, no, I'm the Sunday guy. and I, I will put you in a blender, dog. I'm going to stamp my gavel and just say, I'm Sunday guy. God, I would, I would cry. I'd cry on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> My pride of the Yankees is Aaron Hicks. Wow. Why are you clapping for that? That's just a good pick. Oh, okay, thanks. Well, he had Sorry. two game-tying home runs. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he, uh, he, uh, he dropped it on the table, if you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about his penis? Okay. What would you like from Aaron Hicks besides the two game-tying home runs? <laughs> <laughs> Five hits, two home runs, game-tying home runs. 438 on base percentage. Still got some walks. But big tying home runs. A lot of emotion. Screaming and yelling. I mean, one was one strike away from losing the game, and he ties it up. First homer from the right side this year. Yeah, and I'm so I I, I have so little confidence in Righty Hicks. Yeah. That's mean. I'll, I'll say this. I uh, I tweeted out that Kevin Cash was a dumb move, and I mean, after Hicks hits a home run, I mean, that's kind of peacocking and being an asshole. Um, but I will say this. You bring in a lefty who's never closed a game before against Hicks, because he's, he's lesser from the right side, and I get that. But if he doesn't get Hicks, Gary Sanchez is on deck, who fell into a little slump. He's happy the All-Star break is here. Um that's such a good baseball line, too. Ken, Ken Singleton was talking about it. He's like, oh, you know, some guys, when you're swinging bad, it's pretty good that the all-star break comes, but Brett Gardner doesn't want the all-star break. Um, but I, I just didn't get that. Like, if that pitcher doesn't get Hicks, 
then you have Gary Sanchez against the lefty after what he did to you. Um, but uh, yeah, man, and dude, Hicksy, uh, Hicksy's stats are starting to sneak out. And I said it, not even starting. I, Listen to this. Yeah, you take out his first two games back after injury. Love this game. I'm only taking out two games. Yeah, I know. We did this for Guardy for a while, and people got mad at us, but it's a fair game. It's two games. I'm taking out his, and they're his first two. They're not just random. So that leaves us with 38 games played. Yep. 830 OPS. Yeah. Four, four, 348 on base percentage. It's pretty good. He's, uh, and yeah, and, he's... and the more you windle it down to like now, like if you wanted to do like recently in the month of July, which is fucking tiny sample size, five games, he's got tiny. a 389 batting average. But if you just do June and July, that's 28 games, 333 on base percentage, 868 OPS. His numbers are starting to look good. They are he's, good. He's a... He's he's a he's a he's a good series away from having what you should expect from Aaron Hicks. Basically like 245 350 OBP. Yeah, 8 800 OPS. Boom. His uh And there's there's a nice moment. I thought uh we we obviously love Hicks's arms and teams don't even test it anymore. I thought Kiermaier was gonna cuz A, he's your favorite player. And B, I thought it was just going to be a little center field off, and there was a little first to third opportunity, and Kiermaier pulled up on it. So that was that was respect from uh, another person that has his same profession. Yeah, it was worse. Boom. Love Kiermaier. Our biggest fight. He's so lame. I don't know why you like him. He's so lame. Such a hot dog. He jumps for every fly ball. Jumps for everything. I hope it costs him a game at some point. So you ironically like Kiermaier. No, I think he's awesome. I think he's the best defensive center fielder in the game. And Better I'm a than sucker Trout? for center fielders. Yeah. Better than Mookie? Yeah, Mookie doesn't play center, really. I mean, better than he's JBJ? Not. Better than Trout? JBJ is not an MLB hitter. Um, We're talking about defensive center fielders. Uh, yeah, I take him over JBJ defensively, yes. You let the hot dog stuff get into your head too much. He's a really he's so good defensively. I agree, it's but I awesome don't think he's better than Trout. I mean, Trout's one of the best to ever play the game, period. But I, I think Kiermaier defensively is better than Trout. Yeah. Do you think we have enough of those numbers about reaction time and quickness to do judge? Um, maybe. I know that's one of your favorite places in the world, and I'm scared for you to go there right now because we, we got to hammer out the rest of this, and I feel like I'm going to lose you because you love those stats so much. Give, me, give us your pride. You're clicking around. I see you clicking around. Give us your, give us your pride. Everyone's waiting. I'm going to do my pride of the Yankees. It just looks like you're clicking around a lot. Um, and it was funny. Oh, my God. Um, it was funny. The, uh, the tweets were rolling in. And I think it's kind of ironic because it's a it's a player that some people still think we were too hard on, and one guy we love too much. There were two prides of the Yankees this week: Aaron Hicks and Brett Gardner. Um, Gardy, dude, what a series, man! Uh, three gopher balls. I mean, is that even is that even right? Did I just make that up? Um, no, that that is right, and it's it's still unbelievable. I'm looking at the stats, and I don't believe it. He also had two stolen bases in one game. Um, he he was everywhere. He was 
If if this was talking Rays, we'd be sitting there and be like, God damn it, how scary was Brett Gardner's at bats? Um, he uh he's been back. I I won't even give you guys the sample size stats because I'll probably just tweet him out in a little bit and and piss you off that way. Uh, Brett Gardner has been playing at a borderline All Star level for a month. <laughs> And again, he's supposed to be the fourth outfielder on this team, arguably like four and a half. He's been great. Be happy with Uncle Brett. And by the way, he's on pace for like a 25 home run season. And someone was tweeting out his fan graphs war value this year is $11 million or something like this. By the way, it's the all-star break. So if he does more, that'll be more valuable. So if you're still mad about that seven and a half mil that didn't come out of your pocket, by the way, Eat a bug. Wow. Eat a bug tweet got a lot of love, Jim. Yeah, we've been saying that for like a decade now, but it's probably new to a lot of people. Classic insult. All right. Now for the really fun stuff. You Yankee motherfucker. MF or Jake, are you ready? For the cop out of all cop outs. Are you ready for me to steal the cop out of all cop outs? Wow. Okay. You're going cop out. I thought you were going full mean. I thought you were going to drop like a Paxton or something. No, he had a good game. (laughs) I know. He had a great game, but I thought you were going to go like first inning Paxi. What do you got? No, I'm going, I'm going mean, but it's a full cop out answer. Okay. My Yankee MFR goes to. Bravik Valera. Stop. <laughs> I hate this guy. Brutal. This guy, come on. Like you said, kind of ugly. Also, much rather see Tyro up. Also, did the dumbest thing I've ever seen a, first, a second baseman do on the field, cover first base to keep a guy at first when, oh, now he just got to second. Yeah, And they didn't turn that double play when I thought it should have been turned because I thought Glaber was going to be at second and Glaber's really good. I didn't want to give it to anyone else because there's like 10 options of offensive performances that deserve it. And they're like real. But I want to keep good vibes going into the second half. So Bravik, I'm sorry. You're my MFR. Cop out of all cop out answers. Brutal, dude. Plays one game. Gets the MFR. Damn. You're you're going to laugh at yourself pretty hard when it's October and you're going through all the MFers and you see that you gave Bravik Valera the MFer. Yeah. Well, he deserved it. There's no denying that he deserved it. Yeah. His uh tough face for me. Um <laughs> don't make that play. Goes one for three. Good for you, Bravik. Get out of here. Never again. Okay. I, I had a I had a vein in my neck moment because I was like, you know, this Tampa series, clearly the Yankees were just trying to get to the all-star break. And I was like, oh, they called up Bravik Valera. Valera, this is kind of funny. And then someone tagged me in the Tyro basis clearing double video. Vein popped right out of my neck. I was like, why is Valera here and not Tyro? Um, so, yeah, great award, Jim. Good job. I'm the best. I'm the best. Hey, just to give you some kudos, Kiermaier comes up as the most feet covered and the most average feet covered for all outfielders in all of MLB. So good job. 
Thank you. He's he's nuts, man. He's so fast. It blows my mind. Yeah. Well, why don't you shut up? Okay. Um, I'll give out. Should I give out my MF reward? Yeah. Jimmy, I'm giving it to the Parrot King. This is three weeks in a row. Edwin getting him. <laughs> Dude, it's been bad, and I uh, I, I had a cheeky tweet because Edwin hit a home run, and it, it put him back in the AL lead for home run leader. And I was like, Yan- Yankees fans are mad at the AL home run leader for not hitting enough. And people are like, well, it's been playing bad. And it's like, yeah, babe, I know. I'm watching it. And it's it's ugly. It's like the laziest pop-ups ever. Um, he goes one for 18 in this four-game set. The one is a homer. Um but yeah, I think, uh, and I think the other thing that people need to factor in is it's it's still a very small sample size, and he's still amongst the AL home run leaders. If this continues into the All Star break, it kind of does become a situation after but, the All Star break. Yeah, after the All Star break. But I I think uh, you know this guy's a professional. There's no reason to believe what he's been doing should continue. Um, and as Kenny Singleton would say, some guys are happy to see the all-star break and Edwin Encarnacion is one of them. MFR. Three. How many weeks has he been on the team? Uh, it was the start of that really good stretch. It was the start of the White Sox series we started to win. So what was that? Like three weeks ago? Yeah. Wow. How many awards do you think he's won in three weeks? Ooh, probably a lot, because it's a new guy. You kind of got to work that in. Five awards, including MFers. I think only four. You gave him the Pete Rose Award? Sure. And then he won three motherfuckers in a row. (laughs) It's a tough break. (laughs) This is a tough break. Some people are saying, like, um, if if he's blocking Clint, would Clint be better DH right now? And I, I, that's the thing, man. I mean, right now. But you're not going to cut Edwin. You can't send him down. You're not going to cut Edwin for Clint. Because and that's the thing. This is Look, a slump. Edwin, Edwin Encarnacion has the most home runs this decade. Um, you know, he, he's got a body of work to defend it. Um, that being said, Jim, I, I mean, and that's, that's what I'm saying. After the All-Star break, Edwin needs to get off to a decent start so it doesn't become a conversation. Because, I mean, uh, there's and this is obnoxious hindsight, um, but yeah, I mean, Clint Frazier would have been a much better bat than Edwin Encarnacion this series. He he looked brutal up there. Yeah, but Clint probably would have hit a lot of speakers. Yeah, it's true. It's true. All right. Regular old awards, Jake. There's really not a lot. So many players had really bad series. Uh, yeah, it's true. It's true. There's some stuff out there. Wait, we talked about Brett Gardner, and we didn't even give my awesome stat about when he bumped his, when he threw his um, helmet and hit himself in the face. Stitch is guardy. You seen his numbers since then? Uh, I saw you tweet him. Read him off for the people, Jim. I got to find him. Oh. Which is really, I think I tweet too much, Jake. Tweet too much. Drink too much. 25 games since Gardner in Cleveland threw his helmet and it bounced back and he busted open his lip. 
Since then, 320 batting average, 420 on base percentage, whole 100 points higher. That's cool. 627 slugging, 1.047 OPS. He's played like an all-star for a month. That's crazy. Would have lost that bet coming into the year. And he's doing the home run derby, which is nuts. Yeah. Not really, but 15 home runs at the break. Crazy. Anyway, my first award is the Showcase Award. Ooh. And it's so interesting that I had this planned before we even started the show, and then I forgot that word existed and had to be reminded. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so interesting that I'm the first one to bring up this thought process on the show. Well, and the showcase award goes to Mike Talkman. Is he going to be? Damn it! Is, is he going to be moved, Jake? What like a is, terrible award! Is he going to be I, moved? I clap. I clap for your pride. I'm booing this award. That was bad. Boo. Boo it again. Boo. Okay, that felt like a good boo. Boo. That felt like a Halloween boo. That was a Halloween boo. That was a Halloween boo. Two fun things to do. Dude, you couldn't do anything with the lefty stats. Those are nuts. Well, that's your thing. That's I think my th- thing. All right, let's hear. Let's hear your showcase. No, I think it's a more interesting conversation. Is there a possibility that Mike Talkman will be packaged with someone? Um, there's a chance. Uh, you could picture a team wanting him to be a throw-in in a trade and seeing if there's something there. I mean, his. As I mentioned, his numbers against lefties, 375, 464. He's got reverse splits right now. He's got a one-dot OPS versus lefties. He's got a 644 OPS versus righties. And I, I'll tell you what, I mean, there's some analytics team or some hitting coach that'll <laughs> that'll be like, well, damn, if he could do that against lefties, I can get him a little better against righties. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, I, I still don't think a team would actually pay something for him. I mean, we, you know, well, he'd we have to shipped- be, uh, He'd have to be the second or third chip. Yeah, I, I think third or fourth even. And I, I mean, we moved Philip Deal, uh, uh, you know, a teeny bopper looking lefty who did who got a cup of coffee with the Rockies earlier this year. Um, there's a chance. I, I think if you're the Yankees, it, it turns into a little of, I don't know, Mike Talkman's like a nice little insurance policy. Like if Mike Talkman has to play a couple games for you, you know, you don't feel great about it, but you also don't feel bad about it. I, I, I don't know. I think they're going to want to keep Mikey T around. Okay. Interesting. I just, yeah, I don't know. Like McKinney, like McKinney last year to Talkman this year, I feel like McKinney's like one step better of a trade chip. Yeah, I mean, McKinney had a little more youth going for him at the time. Um, I think... Uh, uh, McKinney's also kind of not hunting for a position. I, I, I'll say this. Mike, Mike Talkman can play all three outfield positions pretty well. Um, and, and that's pretty valuable, especially when we're talking about versatility in baseball nowadays and all that, all that jazz. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it wouldn't shock me if there was a team that was, you know, looking to get a little Mikey T action if, if they were doing a trade with the Yanks. Okay. Sounds good. What's your next? What's your first award? My next first award, if you will. Um, Jim, I'm going to do the uh, the Aaron Rodgers Award. 
Whoa. Yeah. Who's running the table? Next on the table. Um, Oh, someone else that hates their brother. Wow. Uh, No, I'm... You want to guess or nay? I already guessed. Didi. Who'd you guess? I'm guessing Didi. Who? Oh, no. It's uh, it's going to Austin Romine. Mm. Uh, we saw Romine get some run. And, Jim, what I'm referencing from Aaron Rodgers is his famous relax press conference. R-E-L-A-X. And I needed to relax on Romine. I, I, got, I got all uptight about it. Um, I was worried about my guy. I was like, are we going to... Is, is Higashioka a better backup? I, I, I was saying some crazy things, Jim, which I'm regretting. Because um, Romine has been really solid for a little while now. Um, he had two hits uh, on July 5th, um, and then he had a hit today. So, uh, I, I don't know. Ro- Romine has gone back from, and I, I think my quote, and it, this has become a talking Yanks thing, is don't become a conversation piece. And Romine has done that in his past uh, well, it's six games leading up to today. Uh, I mean, six for 13. Again, it's a small sample size. Dude's a backup catcher. But, hey, if you if you hit 462 in that span, uh, that's what I like to see. So his his numbers are kind of back to where you'd expect Austin Romine to be, kind of like a 230 hitter. Uh, I won't be questioning whether we need a new backup catcher for the rest of the year. You won't? No. You promise. What about promise. when... What about in September when Higgy gets called up and are you do you promise you won't want Higgy to get the backup starts over Romine? Well, you know my one hot take on Higgy. Uh, he's going to win the Home Run Derby. He would finish top 5 in a Yankees team Home Run Derby. Okay. You really think so? I really think so. I just think he's got like a I think he's got a good batting practice homer swing. Um, and that's what the people are tuning into talking Yanks for to hear where I think Higashioka would finish in a Yankees home run derby. Okay. All right. What's what's your next award, James? My next award is the fourteen more award. Okay. Any idea? The fourteen more award. Uh, tank. Nice. No. Wrong. The 14 you want, more you want to get 14 more wins. CC Sabathia. Okay. He's probably got 14 more starts left of his in his career. Yeah. Give or take. 14 more. This is a guy who has started. What do you think the number of starts he's had? Ooh, this is fun. Okay. 19 years. He's coming in around 30 a year. We're not a math podcast. Uh, around 500 starts, 552. Damn. He had 14 in the first half and I think he's going to have around 14 more in his career. He ended the first half strong. He pitches against the Rays really nicely. I know he gave up that home run, but here's the thing. Seven innings pitch, three earned runs is still a good start. The circumstances around it and the Yankees offense being dead and maybe Boone could have went to the bullpen. If he did, then we're looking at 6.21 earned run. Yeah. If, if he goes to the bullpen, he gets out of it. So whatever way you shake it, it's not on CeCe. It doesn't make CeCe start bad. 
He's got 14 right. more, Jake. It's the, uh, it's the team runs there. If, if, if the Yankees had scored five runs this game, we'd be saying, damn, hell of a start by CC." But they didn't. I don't know how a players would be, are able to like, you know, have the blinders on from these thoughts. Like if I was CC, I'd be like, damn, this is my last all-star break. Damn, this is my last time in Tampa. This is my last time here. You know what I mean? Like I'd be constantly thinking about it, which I think is bad. I think it's better that they can't. Do you know what CC's average start is? This is a fun game. This season, what would you guess his average start is? It's 14 starts. I took all the numbers. I divided them by 14. Uh, 5.2, two earned runs. Did you cheat? No. Okay. 5.2 innings is his average yeah. innings pitched. And 2.4 is his average earned runs. It's pretty good. That's all we ask. It's literally what we asked for going in. There's some people angry that that's what we asked for or yeah. like not willing to accept that that was what they asked for. But that's not that bad. And like you said last time, the home runs needed to come down because the strikeouts yeah. were, were better than last year, right? Yeah. But we needed the home runs, and this was, well, that last home run did him in. Yeah, and uh, it's it's a total bummer because I, I think we'd be uh, I think we'd be peacocking a little more, and CC stats would look that much better. It's so much nicer to see a a three dot ERA than a four dot oh three. Um, but yeah, I mean, and his last three starts: seven innings pitch, six innings pitch, six innings pitch. So like, don't don't find yourself in the well of being oldest, ageist. That's the word, not oldest, because that's not a thing. Um, don't be ages. Like, CC does his job and does it damn well. So, How many times do you think he hasn't made it out of the fifth inning? Because there's a lot of people on Twitter that just say he can't even throw five innings. How many times do you think he hasn't made it out of the fifth? 14 starts. Hasn't, so, like, he started pitching the fifth and then didn't get through it? Yeah, he just didn't complete five innings. Once. Once is correct. You went four and two thirds. What are you? I got I got my CC stats on. Are you a CC biographer? I was a CC defender for a while. I was calling him the best fifth starter in baseball because he just does his thing, man. Yeah. All right. Well, he's got fourteen more. I'm excited for him. You have another award. Uh, I'm going for the two times award. Wow. Do you want me to type out T W O or the number two? I want you to put T-W-O and then spell times T-H-Y-M-E-Z. Okay. No E. No E? No E either. So just capital T-H-Y-M-Z? Yeah. Okay, got it. Two tins. Two tins. <laughs> Two thimes. Uh, Aaron Judge, Jim. Yeah. Aaron Judge like had a two-homer game this series, and they were big ones. Uh, to start the game in the first and to end it, I think, what was, what was the stat Yes, kept dropping? He was the first Yankee to do that since, was it Mantle, DiMaggio, one of, one of the good guys? I don't know. Not my favorite booth. I had it pretty low. Pedro Stasio. Um, he was never a Yankee, Jake. Um, dude, Flaherty kills me in the booth. He... He can be mind-numbingly, like, just lame. 
And then he says something that's really cool, and I'm like, dude, Flash, do more of that. Like, he was talking about how Nate Lowe hasn't hit a fastball all series. He hit only off-speed pitches, and I was like, Flash, this is great stuff. Well, I mean, shout out to James Smith, who's handing him that. Right. But... Uh, give me more of that flash than, I don't know, trying to make me fall asleep. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Judge had a two-homer game. His his numbers are looking very judge-ish. Uh, 400 on base percentage. The power's there. Um, and, Jim, I think having the all-star break off is something that Aaron Judge won't normally have. And I think he's going to appreciate that. And I think it's... We're, we kind of underappreciate that he's been healthy, Jim. <laughs> like, this this guy ripped his oblique, and we were like, dude, we might not see this cat till August. Wait, wait, when did you give me the timetable? My last last time I gave out the award, like, when can I feel safe with Judge? Did you say he had to make the All-Star break? I think he had to make the All-Star break, and he's done it. He's been perfectly healthy. He's going to get these four or five days off, and Man, I, I think there's no reason not to expect a monster second half from him. Wow. Wow. I have a fun game for us to play real quick. I know this is a longer episode, but it's a four-game set. Fun game to play real quick, Jake. And yeah. then we'll go to uh, the end of the show. And the end, Then the show will end, okay? We're going to go down the Yankees lineup, the roster. Okay. And we're going we're gonna to say... Excited or not excited for the All Star break? The old the the Ken Singleton game. This guy could use a break, couldn't use a break. Okay. So I'm gonna give you a name. You say so excited if he needs a break right now, or you say no, I want to play more games. Right, and when it's the opposite, those are what you have to say. You're locked into that. So excited or no, I want to play more games. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gary Sanchez. So excited. I agree. Luke Voigt. No, I, uh, he's so excited because they forced him on the IL and he's not hurt. I want to play more games, I think, for Voigt. DJ LeMahieu. They made up a muscle for him to pretend to be hurt. DJ LeMahieu. Uh, I want to play more games. Yeah, that's all Always. It's always. Always. Always, yeah. Labor Torres. Uh, I think. What's the other option? <laughs> no, I want to play more games. What's the other one? So excited. He's so excited because he gets Glaber's to play in still, the All Star game. Yeah, he's, he's still so young that going to the All Star game, he's gonna he's gonna be happy puppy Glaber the whole weekend. Gio Urshela. Ooh. Uh happy. I think. Any time away from baseball, he starts to get worried the pumpkin's coming. No, I think he's happy that he made it to the All-Star break and he's not a pumpkin yet. Oh, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Okay. It's like, damn, I did it all the way through the All-Star break. Cool. Brett Gardner. I want to play more games. Aaron Judge. So happy. Oh, I think he wants to play more games. He's just happy. He's healthy. He wanted to leave the trop. And he's happy he gets the all-star break off. Aaron Hicks. I want to play more games. Mikey Talkman. I want to play more games. Didi Gregorius. Uh, he's happy. He had a rough series. We didn't really mention him. Yeah, I agree. I was going to say the same thing. 
Edwin Encarnacion. The happiest. Paxton. Ooh, this is a tricky one. This is a coin flip. Um, Starters are different anyway. He just pitched, so he's not really even changing anything. Yeah, this is yeah, this is almost regular. Yeah, for pitchers, it doesn't really work. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yo, what about this? Here's something that shocked me. Cameron Maben stole okay. on the team. Yeah, dude. I was dude, I almost gave him my last award. What was it? I forgot about you? But I like you so much. How could I have forgotten about you? It was, yeah, I kind of like miss you, dude. Like you're good vibes, man. Like Cameron Maben was that like ninth or eighth hitter that wasn't Bravic Valera. And he was just like always doing something good. And I kind of miss him. I forgot he was on the team. And I was upset at myself for forgetting because I do like him so much. And he was such a big part of the team for a little while. Um, Yo, he had four home runs in like four games. He was a huge part of the team. Yeah. It's crazy. He was the story of Talking Yanks for a week. Now it's Edwin being bad. Now it's Edwin being bad. Um, that ends the show. I don't know. I do, tur- do we do like our first half closing thoughts? You want that podium? No, we're, we're doing, doing the, voicemail. We're tomorrow, doing that right? tomorrow. Yeah. It, call in, leave a voicemail for tomorrow. If you haven't not already, 908-845-5792. I think there's already a lot that we have that are going to be so dated. Let's make the voicemails more about the first half in general, not yeah. about the Rays series. Anything about the Rays series, we're probably not going to do. Call in, leave a voicemail on the first half in general or moving forward in general, and we will... Uh, we will do that tomorrow on the voicemail app. I think that's do some, all. Do some big picture stuff. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, just a little Jakey bonus because it's been on my mind the whole time. Um, and I, I told you this before the episode. And I'm going to spin it into leave a review because we haven't left reviews in a while. And it would be nice. You know, we did the first half, guys. We got there together as a team. I think last time I checked, we were at like 798. So we could get over that 800 bump. Did we clear it? I don't know, but we're we're never. I don't, you know, I don't care until we break a thousand. We're never breaking a thousand. Yeah, I I went to an engagement party for Mark and Brittany last night, and they're kind of hippies, so it wasn't like I don't know. It was just like a party. Like it was kind of like there's some hippie stuff. There's lasers. There's guys dancing with fire and stuff. It was really cool. Um, I got pretty twisted up, and everyone that I talked to today said I just kept going around the party and was like, I'm never going to party like this again. So leave that in the comments. Never going to party like this again. Leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. And I don't know. I'm just kind of a weird guy and I need to get that off my chest on the air because it's still been freaking me out. Yeah. You know, we got a, a bad review recently. Damn. What was the bad? Re- I that was actually my favorite review time ever when we got the bad review and then the army like came in with the the reviews. That was so cool. Well, the bad review didn't upset me. He said, uh, um, the part that made me laugh was failed to see any actual value they add here. I can just read the same articles they're regurgitating back on their excuse of a show. And hey, P N E T P M R. I don't read any articles, dude. I hate. I don't read it all. I literally, the only articles I read are Lindsay Adler's from the Athletic because they're about the players' personalities. Yeah, not an article reader. So in your face, you dumbass. Yeah. And I, I don't read anything. I just get synopsises of those from you. So that's <laughs> yeah. a. Why do you that's think like we do the a worst podcast? review ever? Yeah, 
I don't know. So apparently, there's some people there taking our thoughts, Jake, and putting them into articles that this guy's reading. Damn. <laughs> Imagine reading some of the sentences I say in an actual article. <laughs> Make you feel bad about, like, the human race. You just spelled times T-H-Y-M-Z. T-H-Y-M-Z. That should be the review. <laughs> times. <laughs> times. All right, that's it. Thank you guys very much. Enjoy your break. Call in tomorrow. We'll be back with the voicemail show. Have a good have a good break. I hope you all had a good vor- fourth. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. Got a good Let's question. Go Yankees. Okay. Let's go Yankees.